If anybody would have told me that stew chicken this time around would have given me such a tussle, more of a fight than Perez gave us at the Mexican GP, then I would have not eaten that and uh, definitely not ended up in emergency dental situation. So, but it is what it is. Uh, we got a little bit of time for this anesthetic ways off. Half my face feels like it's not there. So if I drool on camera, please excuse me. Uh, I'm not above jokes, but please apply the 24 hour rule if you could. So you know how we start this off, okay? We're going to start this off with a little bit of instruction. Some people may have not been here, but first thing I do want to do is say big welcome and congratulations to Mary Hampton joining the family. Wolfpack member just joined. Big shout out to Jesse James Bell. Missed the race to watch my Chiefs get beat by Denver. One of the days I'll get the screen with the camera. I love you all, Wolfpackers and Master of Ceremony J. Big shout out, Master of Ceremony. I don't know. That's like a, that's a, that's a. That's a big thing. I got to give myself a round of applause and give Jesse James Bell a round of applause for just like giving me that title. So uh, the way you can get on and take part in the content creation is this. There are two links, one in the description, one in the live chat. Click that link. It will bring you in as an audience member. Once you come in as an audience member, if you don't have a desktop or a laptop, that pretty much will be where you will sit. If you have a desktop laptop access through Edge, Google Chrome, then what you can do is a live call in, come on camera, talk about the topic. Right now we're talking about Checo crashing out for Red Bull, what's gonna happen. There were already rumors about him retiring, but first, second, cause there's a lot of first there. Second, we're gonna get into a soft topic. Things are getting crazy at the Mexican GP. Things got pretty brazy at the Mexican GP. We're talking about something that shouldn't happen. So first I'm gonna be serious about this. I'm gonna be serious about it. What you're about to see is something that shouldn't happen at an event, shouldn't happen at a Formula One event. I don't condone it. I don't support it. I do, however, say sometimes you got to defend yourself. Sometimes things may have been said to the degree there is no coming back from it and things will happen. OK, so with that being said, what you're about to see is definitely something that is not of good, good standing, but. Now it's time to make a little bit of fun about this. So <laughs> I'm going to go to this right here. All right. Now, now, first thing I want to say is Ferrari fans, if, if, if this is a representation of what Ferrari is doing, I think it is kind of, it's kind of like a representation of what Ferrari is doing. Ferrari isn't fighting very hard. And if they are fighting very hard, we really can't tell. But just look at this. These are Ferrari fans. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure this might be a Checo fan. Maybe. Maybe. I don't want to assume. But, but this first left hook is missing. So here we go. Don't hit the girl. I don't catone hitting women. I'm very glad he got the woman out of the way or else I would have been I would have been disgusted. He moved the woman out of the way. Didn't necessarily push her, hit her, moved her out of the way, got straight to the Ferrari. And here we go. Two Ferraris on one. This almost reminds me of the start of the Mexican GP. How in the hell? How in the bejesus did two Ferraris allow Max Verstappen to split them? This is why it happened. Now I kind of see why it's happening. Remember, this is we're joking. We're taking light of this. But I'm just saying. Now look at this. Two Ferrari fans. Here it is. This guy splitting both of them. Splitting wigs. Splitting wigs, splitting Ferrari wigs. What is this Ferrari guy doing? 
He's coming in. Now, look, what, what, what kind of punching was that? Is that why these two drivers have had their watches stolen multiple times? Look at this punch. Oh, my gosh. It's almost like he's trying to pat him in the face. And here we go. Look at the Red Bull fan. I, I swear that's a Red Bull fan. Coming from the back, cheating tactics, going for the rear naked choke, a Red Bull fan out of nowhere. There it is. It just it was a microcosm of what we actually see these teams do. Ferrari not really doing so well, fumbling, allow Max Verstappen to split. Checo's upset. He's ready to beat ass, but he ain't really doing it. Then next thing you know, Red Bull come out of nowhere, cheat, grab you from the back, can't even face you up front, put the hands up. I'm just saying, I don't support it, but goddamn, it's funny. It's a bit funny. It would have never been funny had this woman been hit by a grown-ass man. I would have never took that fun. It would have been over there. But being that it didn't even look like anybody got really severely hurt, especially with these rabbit punches that we're going to see right here by this guy coming. Uh, he just sits down trying to punch. And then he's he's like, you know what? I'm not going to stand. Damn, he's beating my boy up. Hold on, hold on. Charles, I got you. Here comes Carlos to the rescue. Carlos, not so much. And then here we go. Red Bull. Hey, we got we breaching cost cap. We breaking all types of rules. We just going we going to handle that. And then, you know, it just that that shit right there is crazy. Well, I mean, what what do you think about that? What do you think about this that type of situation happening at, at a racing event is is wild. Like, I, you know, it, it can happen anywhere. It could happen. I was prepared for it to happen to me. The way some of these Red Bull fans were at. Will I am says, good evening, everyone. Happy early Halloween. It is happy early Halloween. If you are in the United States of America, a cold front will briskly begin to come through tomorrow, supposedly. So wear your jacket, put the little ones in the coats, and let's get from there. Who do we got first in the live chat in studio? We got Will, of course. Will first in the live chat for studio. Once again, big shout out to just James Bell. So that's our soft topic. So listen, as you see, I keep grabbing my mouth. We're going to try to get through this expeditiously Checo crashing out of Red Bull doesn't even make one home lap Checo the driver who claimed and said that I am going to come here it is going to be a near perfect weekend I am going to give my family my home I'm going to give my fans what they want to see and I'm going to take this race can't even make one lap I mean can't even make one lap I was like, are you shitting me, Checo? I was really, I was, I was just blown away. I was literally blown away. I didn't even know what to really think about the situation with Checo and that whole situation. I just, I, I really couldn't even believe he did it. I couldn't believe he did it. For a moment there, I, I didn't even think it was Checo doing this. I said, this has got to be some type of plant. This can't be real. Checo's not going to go out in the first corner, not even the first lap, the first corner. He's not going out like that. Yeah, he crashed out. He crashed out. And from there, Checo, first DNF of the day, done early, doing interviews, trying to explain what happened. And I give him this. He said he was trying to win. But that's not how you do it, Checo. That's not how you do it. And I'm not really sure Checo's all here mentally. So I will say this. I've told you all several times before. This is your time to come on and say something. I speak all week through the weekend, GP weekends, 
random times throughout the week. It is your turn, your time to say, what do you think? Do you think Checo is crashing out of Red Bull mentally? Do you think he's checking out mentally, emotionally? Do you think Checo may have hit a cliff? Do you think Checo's driving skills are now just pew? Do you think that that's what's going on? What do you think is happening with Checo? And if so, do you think Checo doesn't want to be a Red Bull anymore? but doesn't know how to just come out and say it. And I hope that I don't bite my lip on show because it would be horrible doing my best to do minimal. So if you don't have anything to say about that, I know I do. I do not think that Checo is, I don't think he's a wash driver. Will says tight five. Thank you, Will. Coming in. Go ahead and give me a mic. Can you hear me? Happy early Halloween to everybody. Oh, my God, bro. You <laughs> killed me with this shit. Oh, my gosh. It is the king. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. You are the shit, man. Hold on. Let me. You are the shit, bro. Oh, my gosh. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> happy Halloween. You know, happy Halloween, everybody. A little early. Happy Halloween. So let's do this. Uh, let's do this type five. You got five quick questions. Oh, we'll yeah, try to get it done yeah, in a minute. Yeah, let's do the type five. I, I got you. Let's do the type five. Okay, type five. We're gonna start okay. with the first question I just asked. Is Checo checking out a Red Bull? I think so. I think that's pretty much it. I think that that move that he did into the first corner was him just trying to, you know, go balls to the wall, try to just you know impress the crowd and all that. It failed, and I think that might have been the last bit of gas in his tank. I think he does retire. Damn. Okay, when? Oof. Uh, Give a time frame. Because I gave a time frame on Seb, and I was pretty accurate. Give a time frame on Perez. I think that he, I mean, I think this might be the, the end of it. This year will be the last year. And I think that, because his contract is up. So I think that that might be, is it this year? I believe it's it uh, 2024. I think 2024. So 2024, yeah. So 2024 would be the last year. But I don't, but it's Red Bull. So do they bring in Ricardo? That, that. That goes a little deeper into the whole entire we're conversation. Right. On his terms, that. I think if it's mm -hmm. on his terms, he stays and then. But if it's on Red Bull's terms, maybe it's earlier. We traditionally have seen. Okay. Yeah. Situations with impeding pit lane, Russell, Max Verstappen, and I believe one other car. But do these cars get fined? Because this was already given a warning before. We saw this already before. If Max Verstappen is not caught up in it, do these drivers get fined? And did these drivers not get fined this time because Max Verstappen was part of the set? I think that they, because of the consistently inconsistent FIA, I think that if he's involved, then it does kind of affect what happens as far as the penalties that are getting handed out. I can't say exactly why or, you know, if there's any hardcore proof for that, but it's starting to get to the point now where people can't just look past the fact that every time something like that occurs it does seem as if there's nothing but we have a little fun in the discord where we i pop up on the multiviewer how many uh track limited uh infringements there are and for every single race every time i've been doing this there's never been a single one for max Verstappen. now this is the same guy that went out on track limits in austin during qualifying so i just don't understand how there's always zero in the race so it does start to get a little fishy i mean it, we're allowed to look at things a little side-eyed a little question things and you know so right now it does seem a little weird that every time this happens or he speaks in the media pen and then all of a sudden something changes so yeah i think there's some validity to that all right aside from the lack of availability do you believe 
that Logan Sargent has done or is showing to do enough for Williams to say they would allow him to stay given they did have an option. But we already know the options are very tight, so he's being kind of saved by that. But let's just hypothetically speak in an alternate universe, if there were a driver market available for Williams to reach out and get somebody legitimate, do you think they would keep Logan Sargent or do you think they would move on from 2024? I think they keep him because of the investment that they put into him. And that was what James Valls was saying uh, earlier on. I know they're still saying, of course, obviously, you know, those chances are still, it's still limited. It's not like you can just, you know, pull a mic and crash a car every single, every single race or something like that. And I know he's leading the, um, there is a, there's a Reddit feed out there that has a world destructors championship <laughs> to play off of the WDC. And they have all of the dollar amounts added up parts, all that stuff. He's leading. He's, he's comfortably in P1, but I believe, I want to say maybe Sergio's in like P2. Probably, I don't know, he might be challenging for that title after that crash in Mexico. That that didn't include that, was after Austin. Right. So, I think for lack of options, it's, that's part of it. But I think because they have invested so much in him, it might take some time. Um, I think they still do give him another year. I, I'm, I'm just adamant on the fact that they still give him at least another year. I think that they're committed to that. And then after that, maybe if there were some options on the table, then yeah, they might at that point have to part ways. Okay. Max Verstappen splitting two Ferraris. Is that criminal on behalf of Ferrari allowing that to happen? <laughs> I think that Ferrari are too busy working on things like Plan Omega, Plan Sigma. Like they're, they're out of the alphabet already. They're into the Greek <laughs> alphabet. So I just think that it's, it's not, it's... Hmm. Uh, it's, it's Ferrari. Mm -hmm. It's, it's Max. I don't really have much more to say about that. It's just, there's just, there's too much. Uh, I felt good for Leclerc for a little bit there as far as, you know, it, I'm seeing some progress there. Obviously mm -hmm. it's, the car's getting better and his one lap pace is, um, like I was saying before, is something that doesn't even need to, he doesn't have to work up to it. Um, there's a couple of people on the grid that are that are similar that are similar in that regard, but um, yeah, criminal uh, throw him under the jail. I don't know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Galactus says Logan barely got into F1. Don't think he was ready. Ah, well, I mean, Galactus. I mean, like, it was P4 and F2. I mean, I I I know it looks bad. At, I catch the slander every time. <laughs> I'm always coming to his aid, but I mean, it's, yeah, I, I will say if there are options after 2024 and he's still, I mean, I mean, he did finish right behind Albon and at the Austin GP and did finish in the points. And I mean, I, I get it. Like it's most of the time it's not that, but the pace is there to be able to pull that off. If you're keeping up with him and sometimes finishing ahead of him even when they weren't in the points i just feel like the pace is there but it's just it's not the consistency isn't there yet got you okay valtteri and joe two drivers with limited time with audi um with audi getting ready to come in or no hmm who would i choose because Teo portion is going to be the one that sits in the other seat that's for sure. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to lock up F2. That's my guy. He's been in there for two years in F2. I think he's going to lock that up. And then moving forward, one of them would probably have to go. I would say maybe Joe stays because of just the marketability and he's younger. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think then it would just be Valtteri that goes. I don't know what he will do at that point. He'd go and 
paint things and you know put his mm. bear derriere out there and i i don't know it's, it's, it, 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 money he, on the paintings. Well, he could rock he could rock a mean cowboy like cosplay type of thing i mean he, he had the walk down the yeah. outfit I, I, there's there's options but i don't yeah, know if Valtteri. yeah it's it's definitely not i don't see him being above joe in the pecking order if uh castello is going to be in there uh, I, I believe that. I believe. I think even Mary was saying something about um, you know what mix options were and all that. And I think that okay. that's also something that could possibly happen. I don't know if it would be a mix set thing, but I think maybe Mick would be another option just because of the sour connection and all that. So, um, okay, if they were to remove both drivers, but I think Valtteri would go first before show. Okay. Well, let me ask you this final question before I let you go and get Uno in here. So, are we King Tut? We Ramsey? What are we? What are we got going on? Yeah, just uh, pick up the little Pharaoh outfit and all that. I don't know who I would narrow it down to, who but right. But you know, if if there's an Epitidi out there. Oh, okay, Muscle Moose, I heard that. Okay, hey, if anybody hey, out there, Nefertiti, he looking for somebody. His positions are open. All right, just like the driver market. Come, come see if I know that she did blinging. Bro was out here blinging. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> he blinging. Uno's getting ready to come in. He says, Checo. Try too hard and did a Lewis style, though his teammate made Leclerc uh, had to defend. All right, Leclerc had to defend. So let's bring Uno on in here. Let him get his F1 minute on. What's going on, Uno, man? Go ahead, give me a mic check, brother. One, two, one, two. Can you hear the word? There we go, do? there we go. Go ahead, bro. <clears throat> I'm going to give you an F1 minute, man. Go ahead. Yep, appreciate Blessings to everybody. Good luck in your recovery. Also to uh, Matthew Perry, God bless. But anyway, let's get on with this talk about Checo's style because I've been seeing too much rumors and speculation that Checo's now going to be losing the seat completely. But mm -hmm. you got to give Checo his heart. He tried to do what he do for the fans. And more importantly, again, when he tried to go on the outside, near to the inside of the track, he did a good job. He nearly got ahead of uh, Leclerc. But if you watch carefully how Max did his start, and Leclerc was right in between the two of them, two Red Bulls, both sides. Leclerc couldn't turn anywhere and was looked like he was heading directly straight off the track. So although you see that Checo was going perfectly well and taking down the outside line, same way as what Lewis would do when he and George was doing that. And unfortunately, you saw what happened. Mm -hmm. Checo did try to get clear and unfortunately his rear ring and the side pods got totally trashed. So you have to say that unfortunate for Checo. Checo did have his plan but he didn't actually make the exact commitment and unfortunately again he had to come out bad. And sorry for the, mm. the little kid that watched just like how you remember with Kimi. Kimi Raikkonen did get knocked out, held a race. And uh, the fan in, in, the, in the Ferrari was crying. That little kid was crying his eyes out and got taken yeah, to the was. paddock. So, unfortunately, we saw that incident with the kid. You mentioned that good and covered that well. And I saw that, but we didn't see any pickup, any um, preparation or anything else to say if that father and son got taken to the paddock the same way as what Kimmy with that little kid one in the past. Which... That wasn't fair because at the end of the day, all people turn up to come and see 
the representative of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he got knocked out. What happened? Mm-hmm. Where are the representatives of Mexico? They left. Mm-hmm. They left. They paid a good money. And unfortunately, they waste their money. Because mm-hmm. Checo, it wasn't his fault. He tried to do what he was doing to represent. Right. And then what happened wasn't wasn't speculated, wasn't planned. It just came off unexpected. Okay. So Appreciate therefore, that, therefore, I can't say that I really do feel sorry for Checo. But now, we just got to see what happens. Because at the end of the day, that guy is trying too hard. What you said correctly, I respect that. Because Checo now has to step away. Because he's not in it for himself. And he's not in it with the Mexican people that cheered and booed Max. They only in it for him. So, yeah. I, I said my piece. And I respect okay. that. Appreciate it. I see you swagged out too, my brother. I see you. There you I go. You. Representing. <laughs> but Rocker's coming in. And, and, and me and Uno agree with that. I think still, like I said about Lewis, there was just a little bit more space if Perez was going to try to preserve something because it might have been too early for him to be that aggressive. Said so the same thing about Lewis. Trusted Russell. Couldn't trust Russell. There was more space out there. He assumed Russell was going to let him in, and, and Russell just – like we just heard Lando's engineers say, we we race Russell before we know he's all or nothing. Like people know that this is the dude's character. And that in itself might be a tad bit of indictment and might allude to some of the things that a lot of people are saying about Russell in the tussle in the Mercedes garage. But Rock is coming on next says, I don't know any more about Checo. I don't damn blame him. Let me get a mic check on the brother real quick. What we got? Nope. Nope. It's okay. It's it's okay. All right, come on, come on back in. Come on back in. When you get when you get ready. So we're gonna let Baraka get right. We already see he dressed. He dressed for the night. He dressed. He got his Red Bull gear on, but he did say he can't do no more Checo. And uh, Checo has made mistakes throughout the season since he fell from the racing ability to try to get this driver's championship, at least at a point. And I got to say, it's just odd, a little bit odd. And there, there may be more to it. I know Checo, it could be both ways. Checo could be just driving horrible, making unneedless, careless mistakes. Maybe he's not all the way in it mentally. And that is being a result of what we're seeing on track. Or maybe there's a plethora of things going on behind the scenes with Red Bull, as we always know that there is. And Checo was not dealing well with that and then trying to keep a positive image in the public eye or trying to keep things like they're even keel. And that is a result of what we're seeing. Either way it goes, I don't think we fully find out what's the situation until Checo walks away from Red Bull. That's that's what I think. I don't think we fully find out about that. So let's move to our next segment. Barack is going to come in. He's still going to come in at a good point on the next segment because it pretty much ties into that Daniel stealing Checo show is Daniel being set up for the Red Bull seat. This is the next question. Is Daniel being set up for the Red Bull seat? Will I am says Baraka kept up his end of the bargain with Mary and wore his Merc merch. I got to see it. I need to see that. I need to see that We're, when, when Baraka comes back in, I need to see the Merc merch because it sure looked at like some Red Bull merch right there. So I'm wondering if when he put the Mercedes merch on, and he was like, oh, I got to put some Red Bull on to even it out because, you know, he's a Red Bull fan. 
But I need to see if he got all Mercedes merch on because it looked like it might have been Red Bull, but I could still be kind of high from the shit I got going through my system right now. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna wait till I can put my eyes on it and concentrate on it. Just like, you know, somewhere this weekend talking about the race popping champagne. It wasn't Carlos, it was Charles. So what? It was a Ferrari little split and then they didn't, they didn't turn a very good pole position one or two, even into a race win. And Ferrari, this is the story of Ferrari. It just is. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this Daniel Ricardo and Checo situation. I do think that, I mean, I think people were, I think a lot, maybe not all, but a lot of people were, were like, what the hell is going on with the AlphaTauri? If it had not been for Yuki making a very premature mistake, a, a mindless, maybe not mindless, because he's not mindless. He's smart. He's educated. And he's experienced. But he made a bad decision. And cost himself points and the team points and cost AlphaTauri the first time I believe this season they would have had two cars in the points. And that was an unfortunate situation for him because up until now, Yuki's been the driver that has delivered for AlphaTauri. And then Danny Rick comes out of nowhere and just qualifying shines, comes into the race points. I believe the highest finish that AlphaTauri may have had this season. Galactica says Daniel is a bot and Yuki is getting treated like Perez. I don't... I don't want to say just yet Yuki's getting treated like Perez. Then we got to give it a little bit more time to see that. A little bit more time. We got to see a little bit more time. But I'm not I'm not discounted because they they already did kind of treat Yuki a little bit. I mean, the pay they was giving him compared to what other drivers were getting and what they were doing. I was like, eh, I'm not sure if I really care for that. I was I was campaigning for Yuki to get a pay raise. And Yuki deserved it. Yuki's done a good job for Alvatore in context of alpha an alpha tari season now people was wondering with what danny rick did is this the is this the alpha tari rb19 the at rb19 that he's driving with how danny rick just showed up in qualifying and then showed up in the race i gotta know and i'm not too i'm not too above or too removed to say that i think red bull might be setting danny rick up for the t-shot i think they might be I think they might be getting ready to do that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if, if I was Perez and they came to me and said, listen, we're going to make a switch because I was still waiting for them to switch Max into an AT to show us how you put an Alvatari on pole because they haven't done that yet. I, I mean, if you're in a season where you're just trying to do remarkable shit, that's something you can do. Do that. Show me that what you said, Helmut Marco, is actually true. Show me that you can put... Max Verstappen in an Alvatari and he bring it to pole, not let alone a Haas. I'm just asking you to go right down the garage to your other team, one of your other four cars and say, Max, drive this today. Show them that I'm right about you. Put an AT on pole. I don't, I mean, why not? We're in the season to doing unheard of shit. Galactus says, but uh, bet Yuki is not getting the updates first versus Danny. Point. Point right there, brother. I gotta, I, I gotta give you a point on that. You are correct. Okay. In that sense, there you go. Totally correct. So, yeah, I want to hear from you. I'm going to give you a moment because, uh, you know, I am struggling here. I'm going to give you a moment to come on. Let me know what you think. Uno is coming on. Honey Badger surprise us and come back. Okay, Uno. Uno says in a comeback. Let's go, bro. Go ahead, brother, man. Get it in. Oh, hold on. He's not ready. And I don't want to get I want to make sure he get all his seconds. I'm about to rewind that clock for you, brother. Go ahead. Right, one, two, okay. Yeah, as I said, Daniel really surprised me, man. Surprised everybody. Because I was actually looking to see if Yuki was coming up. 
Yuki was doing quite well. And as you said, and we all saw, he made a terrible error. Not a judgment, not miscalculation, a terrible error by trying to overtake Pia Pia. But unfortunately, he rushed it too quick and then all of a sudden clashed. And that's what sent him off, which make him cuss. <laughs> which he cussed himself, really. If you remember, he's... And then you hear... Boop, boop, doop, 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 doop. So, Yuki should not really be cussing Pia Pia's mistake. Because you saw the way Yuki turned in too quick. And that's what the guys them all said, including Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman said it as well. She actually... Now, Natalie Pinkham said it as well. She actually said that Yuki could have actually made being there with Daniel Ricardo, But unfortunately, his misjudgment was his own human error. He went mm -hmm. too quick to try and overtake, and that's where the problem lies. But hey, you can still get good. So, but Daniel Rick? Well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Alright. <laughs> let's see. Hey, he said, let's see what happens. That's all you can say. Like, let's see what happens because up until now, Danny Rick has been like lackluster. Then he goes out, and you know what? I might have to say Galacticus might be right. Think about this. Danny Rick goes out, surgery, uh, surgical procedure, comes back. Now, all of a sudden, he maybe Danny Rick is a bot. Galacticus, you might be on to something, bro. You might be on to something, Galacticus. He might actually be a bot. Artaza says, one point regarding fight. Yuki is being uh, cornered, and some are his own mistakes. Perez has lost his head. Let's go, Artaza. Let's go. What do you got, man? I'll give you F1 minute. Right, can you hear me? I can't hear you, and I'm starting your clock right now. Go ahead, brother. So first, I'll go straight to the fight. Basically, why is these fights happening all over the place? It all started in 2021. You know how much Red Bull has been toxic. Red Bull also have been racist, and they ignite all this. Look at their statement regarding Lewis Hamilton and any other driver except of Max, how they treat them, how they say things about them. I don't need to repeat them. Everybody knows that. Yeah. So this is fallout of that. Red Bull as a team is responsible and moreover F1 is responsible for not stopping them. Secondly, Yuki is making mistakes by himself. So he's going towards downward spiral and the team is not helping him team is also responsible for it and that's why he's also losing his head and Paris has already lost his head he could have waited after Charles Leclerc and maybe he would have even won because only Paris had pace because of the Red Bull Paris had pace in that track and he knows that track inside and out so these are my three key points nice. good point appreciate that man those were very solid points matter of fact i'm gonna address them i appreciate you calling in and thanks for you've been here a few times man i appreciate you tuning in you're welcome yo that is a very good point and, and that's why i said i i was almost I, I was almost done watching the race when perez did that I, I wanted to see Perez shine so bright at his home Grand Prix. I wanted to see Perez do something so stellar in Mexico. Just given everything that's been taking place, 
everything that has happened been said about him. I just wanted him to shine so bright in Mexico and just to see it come to an end shortly and still in the sight of the lights out, still in the sight of the start line. He killed it all. I mean, 70, those were a lot of laps to watch without Perez. I just got to say, a lot of laps to watch without Perez. DG Big Blue, Navy, hoorah. Red Bull Racing never wanted Danny Rick to leave. They wanted that one-two like Mercedes had with Lewis and Bottas. Danny should have been a world driving champion at Red Bull before Max. And this is what I say. And we talked about this in the Wolves Den Discord. Shit's getting bad for me right here, right now. <laughs> I said that I'm not sure if, if Danny Ricks gets his chance back in a Red Bull car. I'm not sure if Danny Rick plays the nice second driver. I think Danny Rick knows like we know he made a premature decision for whatever the reasons were. He chose to leave and he made a worse decision on top of his already worse decision, compounding decisions by not sticking it out as he said he would do a Renault. And then he jumped to McLaren and it was abysmal. Lando ushered him out. Now he's back in the junior team in which he was on the varsity team. I think if Danny Rick gets an opportunity to sit in a Red Bull seat, he does not yield to Max. I think we see a driver battle inside a Red Bull that will not facilitate well if it does happen. I think Danny Rick wants what he believes would have been his. And that's a that's a very that's a very it's an unstable thing to have because somebody who feels like that, you don't know how far they're willing to go to try to feel like they captured it back. Baraka's back in. Hopefully my mic is working this time. We're bringing him in. Let's go, Baraka. Show me your man. Let hey, what's going what on? Got, bro. Can you hear me? There we go. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do got the merch on, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 I made a promise to Mary that if Lewis gets the podium, I'll wear my, Merc, my Mercedes merch. And I'm a man of my word. So, I here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> you know, I, I can I can stand rest in peace, Dolph. I can stand without the Bass Pro hat. You know, I shop Bass Pro, man. Just bad yeah. when I see the Bass Pro shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think about Dolph. Rest in peace, Dolph. Go ahead, bro. You got your F1 minute. What we got? Um, I wanted to talk about Checo. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he got overzealous going into the first corner. I think. Word. When when you look at the position he's in, it's like yeah, he's in a he he's in a ticking time bomb in terms of like his time in an F1 seat right now. Um, so I'm guessing he's like, all right, it's it's a now or never situation, and he just got the corner wrong uh, for against Charles. And yeah, I know Charles couldn't go in, couldn't go anywhere because he was in a Red Bull sandwich. You know, when you have <laughs> when you have two of, when you got two of the fastest cars on the grid, mm -hmm. and you're be in between, it's in God's hands at this point. So. Take it's, it is tough luck for Checo. Hopefully, it doesn't kill his confidence, which the confidence is already low. It's at an all-time low. So, and that crash doesn't doesn't help his case. You could it's like you you could tell he was going into that weekend. It's like, all right, I think I have a chance. This is my moment. This is my weekend to at least prove the haters wrong. But right. it didn't happen. And now with Daniel Ricardo coming into the mix, given the fact that he finished pretty well in the points he dragged that he he dragged that alpha towery into the yep. points give again given how yuki and daniel has been performing with that car mm -hmm. now it's like okay you got a young driver who is 
has been showing development. Like rookie year, I was getting cooked for Sonoda because he kept crashing every other race. <laughs> so it was like, but I, hey, as a as a good fan of mine, I was like, I'm sticking by Yuki. There is there's potential. Right. I got stocks invested. Same with Logan, but we I won't we won't touch that for now. But <laughs> but you got a, a young driver that is been showing development and you got a driver coming back in who it, it seems like he has his mojo back it does we got to give it another another couple races yeah we need we, we make it yeah. official but right now that was pretty nice it, it, it looks like ever since he went to the alpha tower seat you started he slowly gained confidence in that car you know just getting used to the getting the feel for an f1 car after being sidelined for almost half a year mm-hmm. so it's like now both you got two drivers from your sister team eyeing for your second seat now Checo's mm-hmm. in the position that okay I got two drivers within the Red Bull family eyeing for my seat, and I know the rumors were spreading that Alonso is also there. I don't, I don't know. How, I didn't really entertain it when I saw it, but someone said the what if situation It's like okay, mm-hmm. I'll entertain that what if. If Alonso is also eyeing for that Red Bull seat, that doesn't help Checo in terms of trying to ease off pressure off himself, because now you got a two-time world champion eyeing for your seat. Right. So he's getting pressure from all all corners. From his team, right. from within his team, you know, Horner is trying to. Exp- Let's be real. If Horner deep down expected better for for Checo, he did not expect him to take have that car flirting in the midfield. You got two two of your drivers in Alpha Tauri eyeing for that second seat, and then let's just let's just throw the let's just put that out there just for the sake of it. Alonso, highly doubt that's true. I know Red Red Bull Spain played played with that rumor with the shush emoji, right? And that really didn't help Checo's case. But you got pressure from all four corners for you to improve your and up your game. Okay. And I just don't think he can hack it at the moment. I think okay. he is way so far in his head that he can't really think straight. You think straight? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna ask you another question. When you come back, we're gonna bring Alex in. All right. Don't take the merch off though. Yeah. <laughs> merch the whole show. All right. All right. <laughs> Alex says Mexican crowd. Let's go. You know, Alex gonna come in with some with some with some Haiti bombs. Let's go. And she no. answer. Let's go. Let me get your let me get your mic track mic check. Mic check. You got me. You got me. Yo. Yeah. Go ahead. You got your shout F1 out to the to the Mexican crowd for your up and leaving. Love it. They they said you know what we we can just go ho- go ahead hit the hit the road soon um, traffic's gonna be a bitch so let, let's just go <laughs> they don't like us so why should we stay right. we not even from here we from South America but anyway <laughs> I don't think that Checo is going to leave Red Bull regardless right. of his performance unless he puts it into the wall every race next year because. That contract at that track is not up until 2025. Mm. Carlos Slim is his backer. Man worth 85 bill with a B. Mm. They not going to let that go. They not going to let that go. Not not this year. Unless they can get him out next year, maybe mid-year, depending on what the contract says. That money is just too good. Fans paid to to see him, and when he wasn't there, he left. Mm. They don't care about the money, but F one does very much so. And if that contract is not up until twenty twenty five, guess where they're gonna be next year in Mexico. And 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 I dare them not to bring Checo in, right? So maybe there is some validity to him going to Mexico. 
I mean, excuse okay. me, to AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's going to race on that track. Carlos Slim is going to make sure that happens. That he's in he, there. He owns the telecommunication telecommunications, oh, telecommunications of all. Of, yeah, yeah, of all the South America, <laughs> of all North America, of <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Mexico. Um, so yeah, it's 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 going to happen. Um, depending on his performance, I don't think it's it, it really matters. But he's going to be there. We'll see him. Okay. Let me ask you a cool question that Baraka brought up. So ho hold on. First, uh, Galactica says Danny versus Max will be a crash every other week. Sheverson, which is our latest VIP member, you need to get with me. I need two shirt sizes from you and make sure you DM me for your VIP box because it's still right here. I need the address as well. He says Horner said a stroke of luck helped Lewis Hamilton finish P2. Yeah, right. He said that about Perez too. Horner said anything that ain't Max Verstappen. Galactica says Perez had too much Red Bull drinks, just overdid it. Damn. And Shepherdson says someone needs to remind Christian Horner of 80 2021. Will says, grats on VIP Shepherdson. So, yep, shout out to Alex, I got a question. If, what if Alonzo was brought in to Red Bull? What would you think about a Perez to Aston Martin? That would not be important because the show that we are going to watch between Max and Alonzo will overshadow anything else on that track. Yes. Alonzo is not going to back down and Max is not going to back down. But I think he does know his place when it comes to Alonzo. Right. I think he has a reverence for Alonzo that he does not have for Max. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, people say he's gotten better as a driver, but when you're driving up front and you don't have competition, mm -hmm. things are going to be different. But yeah. I would love to see Alonzo in that second seat because them battles is going to be crazy. crazy. We crazy. know Alonzo does not give up, mm -mm. period. And mm -mm. like he might be, not be the terrible, uh, the best person, but that man in the car, even like the Aston Martin, I don't know. Like I said, he made a deal with the devil to get his uh his race career back, but they they gave him a shit car. <laughs> like I give you a hoopty, you can still race, but it ain't right. gonna be I nice. Say for how long you was gonna have it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Break dust just flying Appreciate everywhere. That. Everybody got you know like they'll get it together maybe, yeah. but Alonzo not gonna be there. I appreciate that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I see you in your Mercedes and your McLaren merch too. Hey, hey so Sheverson says Checo comes with that Mexican sponsorship checks. Kenny B is coming on. He says only two drivers can handle that car. Let's give Kenny B his F1 minute. Let me go ahead and get his mic set. What's up, Kenny B? Hey, how's it going? There we go. Let me get your mic set, bro. All right, hey. I'm going to get your F1 minute. Go ahead. You ready? How's it going, everybody? Sorry, I was asleep. <laughs> that man. Uh, listen, there's only two drivers other than um, Verstappen that can handle that car. And I don't think anybody noticed why um, why um, Lance Stroll is having so many problems in that car also because Alonzo likes a pointy car too. So other than um, if you look Look at how good Alex is, uh, Alex Albon. When he went into the into the Red Bull car, he had problems handling such a overly pointy car, and that's what that's what it is. It's extremely pointy. Um, the people even talked about um, uh, Norris uh, moving into that seat for Red Bull. 
couldn't handle it. He can drive a pointy car. He doesn't like it. He prefer most of these drivers today. Their driving style is not suited for a pointy car. This new regulation of car, you able to drive it pointy because you want to keep it stable and flat as much as possible in the turn so you don't lose the downforce. So it's straight into the into a tight turn and slamming on the brakes, trying to keep it level, and then getting a little quick turn and hitting the accelerator and coming out. That's what's going to make you really, really fast going in and out of the turns. And only two people can handle that other than Max, and that's Alonzo and Hamilton. And you'll never see Hamilton in that car. But the biggest mistake he could ever make in Red Bull is putting Alonzo in that car because he will wipe the floor with Verstappen. Mmm. Mmm. Tenny B coming with some shots. Appreciate that, bro. He ain't playing. He said just like that. <laughs> Kenny B said, and that's what I said. You heard what I said. Yo, that I'm telling you, Alex and Kenny B might be on to something because I'd like to see it. Uh, we got Shefferson says Alonzo and Max would be the best toxic duo. I'm telling you. Y'all going to see Max crawl up in the corner somewhere and cry. Y'all think y'all see him cry now just with the pressure, and you think you see him cry last time when he was in pressure. You get Alonso in that car with Max on the same team, oh, my gosh. You talking about just all types of dear diary. This day, Alonso treated me so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to have to get a shrink. He ain't, he ain't built like that. I'm telling you, he's not built like that, but – Listen, right now, two L's, but not the same. Lewis making it happen. Lance losing it. We've asked this question before, and we're going to ask this question on our way out. On our final 15 coming up. When is enough going to be enough? When is enough of Lance Stroll going to be enough? I get it. You own the team, Lawrence. I get it. It's your son's dream. But I got to tell you right now, there comes a point where it is criminal what you were doing to Aston Martin. There's got to be somebody above you. Everybody's got somebody, a board of directors, somebody to say, Lawrence, this shit ain't working, bro. This experiment is not working. Your son, week in, week out, throughout the breaks, he probably wrecking something, probably not doing something great. This is not working. Lewis Hamilton is making things and getting podiums with subpar car while they're going through this throughout the season, trying to develop. The car's not the same. He's got to get used to a car all the time, which he has to adapt to a car at a different track and all this other stuff. What is Lance doing? Nothing. We got Alonzo with seven podiums. Lance don't got not one. Not one. Do you hear me? Lance Stroll, right there. This is where he's been. This is who he is. When is Lawrence going to say we have to have a conversation, son, and it's got to end with you not being a number two driver because you're definitely not a number one. Galactica says Lewis likes even balanced car. He said it on the radio. Here comes Uno. Uno is coming in. Big shout out to Galactica for the super chat. Uno, let me let me hear what you got, brother. I'm about to bring you down. Go ahead. One, two. The you mic good. Care. Go ahead. I'll give you your F1 minute. Go ahead, bro. On it. Because right now, as we said, like the song title goes, enough is enough. 
Right. We heard that song from Barbara Streisand and the late great Donna Summer. Enough is enough. I can't go on. I can't keep on with oh this God. no more. And this is what we've seen with Lance Stroll. Stroll ain't been making it. It's like I know of um, Maxi Priest's song, Strolling On. And that's why I think it's a title for Ma um, Lance Stroll. Lawrence Stroll should just give up. Stop pushing his son stop forcing his son or even try to treat his son to actually hold the number two spot because at the end of the day stroll is done he's completely done he ain't getting the format anymore like what alonso has been giving him the encouragement helping him up all the time on that pedestal and it's not working even when look what happened <laughs> alonso passed Lance stroll passed him and Lance was still asking why 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 am i why am i getting passed by it's because you're slow you're stupid you're slow but look what happened, right? Alonso paid the price and ended up losing the race and retired. So at the end of the day now, we had enough of hearing about Lance Stroll because he's done his experience from Williams. Now it's time to hang out the boots and just sit back and just, you know, and, and enjoy his time, reminisce on what he's done. But this is it, it's no more because that's wasting money. It's wasting finances. And it's also wasting the time with the pit crew and the engineers so put in put in my guy that is the reserve driver and give him that major opportunity to go out there and show the quality show the experience and gain more in his time to make sure he can hold that seat because this is where enough is what i said that title is what somebody should wear that t-shirt in the damn 8 a.m aston martin's place and stand in front of Lance Stroll and said, can you read? <laughs> Let him get the message <laughs> once and for all. Get that message in his head. Get it to his dad and say, sorry, son, your time's up. Because that's costing money. Big shout out. Appreciate you. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh, bro. Can you read? So listen. This 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 brings us. We're gonna let uh Will Will coming in. Will's gonna close us out. We're gonna come in here and find a love with Will. I'm glad that he's been here a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Will been here. Oh shit, he changed up. He, 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 damn. Okay, man. What we got? What what we got, bro? All right. So <laughs> let me start off with. I know I put it, I put stroll in there and all that, but you know, we'll get to him. But a um, couple things I wanted to catch up on was the okay. um, comment came in from uh, Denilyn Tuttle. She's always in the chat and everything. So. Doesn't come on at one minute and all that, but I see you're in a, always in the chat, okay. um, showing up every single time. So made a comment back there on the Sergio Perez thing. So I wanted to just uh, shout her out for that, saying she said, "I'm telling you the same thing happened this year that happened last year. He wins two races and suddenly loses his form. Sus." So she's always kind of like chimed in. And I just like to shout out like one of her comments every once in a while. Okay. Um, did you see the? There was a thing where Ricardo and uh, Lando were like being interviewed and they went a little, they had a little mm -hmm. back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I'll bring this up. This was, uh, I got this from actually Blue Diva and from Twisted Skills. So they both kind of like uh, made yeah, me come yeah. up with this one. So they're sitting there in the media pen and they're going back and forth. And then Ricardo like is talking to Lando and he's like, did you think he would have caught me? And this is like, he's talking about, you know, previously in race and all that. And Lando's just like, uh, and all of a sudden, like literally, 
<laughs> cuts him off. It doesn't say that, but he goes, just cuts him off mid-sentence. It's like, no, okay, so I could have got P5. There you go. What a bummer. Basically saying, like, yeah, thanks for ruining that, buddy. <laughs> it's just, it's, so I thought that was pretty funny, just having them, having their little back-and-forth banter now, and he's right back up there with, you know, the McLarens and all that. So I'm kind of interested to see how that goes because, mm. you know, that's the previous teammate. He's got a car underneath them. So I want to see what happens in Brazil because that might be something kind of interesting. Um, if right. it really is what some of the people in the chat are saying, that it's the RB18, um, that's what the Alpha Tower is now. And they already kind of know how to figure out how to work that car now in Brazil because they had branded in 2022 and they had issues, but now they probably worked it out. We might see some quick Alpha Tauris at Brazil as well. Um, okay, so now we'll get to Sir Lance a lot of Montreal, Canada, first of his name, Prince of the Andals, heir to the Seven Kingdoms or whatever his dad ends up giving him out, I have no idea. Um, it's, it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good. Um, BMP 11, uh, uh, you know, next to, you know, you're not even anywhere near Alonzo's P5. So I think that as long as his dad wants to be an investor in that company, I know there's rumors saying he's going to sell it and all that kind of stuff until that happens, it's going to be the Lance Stroll show, no matter what. We don't know what his contract is. We don't know how long he's going to be there because he's just right. there as long as his dad is there. That's that's it. And there's really nothing else to say about it. But if they do sell, then I'm pretty sure he'll go. And I think he likes, what does he like to do? Like the pickleball or tennis or what? badminton? I don't know. He does something with a racket. So I, that's he'll go do that after he leaves from Aston Martin from F1, I guess. I don't know. Damn. Oh, and also, I don't think we didn't <laughs> we we didn't speak on the whole um, as far as the, the Formula Academy goes. One um, is a major shout out to uh, Marta Garcia, of course, wrapping up the championship and all that. Bianca Bustamante going to um, going to the McLaren program, and also uh, I'm gonna butcher her name. I want to say it's Megan Gilkes. I'm gonna mess up the last name, gotcha. but um, going to I believe it is uh, Aston Martin to be a uh, trackside engineer. So just seeing some of the gears in motion. Um, and I had mentioned it a couple of times about the ending of the of their season, but seeing how there's some major shifts going on for people that want to excel and move into spots in the Formula One, and it might not always be a driver's spot, but seeing that they it's opened doors for some of these ladies to go and work at Formula One teams for maybe what their dream job might have been. Some of them might be boffins that want to go and, you know, work behind the scenes and throw on the glasses and the pocket protector and do some cool, you know, nerdy stuff. That's sometimes what people want to do. So just the fact that that opened the door for them to be able to do that, it, and I wanted to say that to piggyback into what people like Lewis does and what his, what his initiatives do and why Susie Wolf shouted him out that he's always there um, behind them as far as what they were doing for this. So, and uh, plenty of other initiatives that he does, but this is why. These are the results that, you know, everyone's been looking for. These are the results that um, we're seeing in front of us to see when you do give those people opportunities, you give women opportunities, things like that. You can start to see people actually start to uh, change the landscape, change the scenery that we've seen for Formula One over the past 70 some odd years. So just congrats to them and looking forward to what's going to happen next season. Big shout out. We'll always damn dubbing up on them and coming with some other perspectives. Appreciate you, brother, man. Always supporting the women and diversity in sports as well. And I see you with the damn hat on too, bro. Big shoot. Big shot. Big shot. All right. I'm, I'm going to listen. They ain't Racer X. I'm going to let them in the door, but I'm closing it after that. Let, go ahead, Racer X. What you got, man?
What you got? Everybody. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead, man. You got your F1 minute. Go ahead, pop tall. Alright, cool, cool. So, first off, uh, glad to see Ferrari on podium and not lose it this time. <laughs> um, and major respect to Sir Hamilton coming in P2 twice, even though they took it from him in Austin. He he deserved it. Mm. Um, he deserved to win now. Not win, but, you know, get podium. Right. And now we're seeing the W15 even more faster. Well, uh, 14. I don't know why I said 15. But it is a lot faster. And putting up the fastest lap on the final lap in Mexico on used medium tires. Yeah. Mercedes, yeah. They're, they're creeping. They're creeping on the low. People are saying, you know, Mercedes ain't going to do nothing. Hey, Hamilton's coming back. People saying uh, he, he's done. No, he's not. This man's able to put up the fastest lap on the last lap with some old mediums. Right. And pit stops, too. The pit stops are slowly getting there. They're getting better. Right. But they need to, next season, they really need to bring that fire. Wolf said, you know, we just need to give you a car to compete with. They should have done that since mm. 2022. Facts. So, Facts. And, and I see you got your Ferrari merch on. Oh, oh yeah, but ho ho hold on. Before you take me off, before you take me what off, you got? What I you just want to let I just want to let everybody know if Ferrari fails me, if Ferrari <laughs> fails me. This is this is what we do. This what we do. Oh my gosh, y'all never stop. Y'all never stop, Jeff, and y'all crazy, bro. Big shout out for the switch up on camera, man. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. funny as shit, man. Y'all never cease to damn amuse me. Uh, we got uh, Jefferson says Alonzo, the only guy that comes into the pit lane, tell the crew retire the car. If they ask what's wrong, he'd be like something with the suspension. <laughs> Mary Beanie says Danny Rick was driving the RB18 in disguise Sunday. Oh my God, DG Big Blue, I, that I got that one. And then Shepherds J, I DM'd you on the F1 Minute Insta account. Got you, got you. Okay, got you, got you. Cool. I will get that, bro, so I can get your box out, man. So listen, this is another F1 Minute. It has been a struggle for me, but y'all have made it so well worth it. And the switch up at the end, I'm glad I let Racer X come in. Uh, we got Will in costumes looking for his Nefertiti. We got Alice coming in dropping bars. Baraka, Kenny B dropping bars as usual. Uh, Uno coming in, dropping with a little bit of mixed in flavor with his style and Racer X coming in. It's been so great. Erica coming in as usual, comes in time to time and definitely comes in. I like he comes in with his bullet points and bop, bop, bop. He's like, I'm out. I just I really do appreciate everybody's contribution. So if you haven't called in before in F1 Minute, you need to take advantage of this opportunity. Whether you're a Red Bull fan, Ferrari fan, McLaren fan, Mercedes fan, a house fan, Alpine fan, whatever kind of fan, call in, give your take, give your perspective. Jefferson says Mercedes pit crew went to the gym this week, 2.6. Six seconds pump our brakes they might have been taking creatine we need to see over time can they make that happen regular i'm hungry as hell i don't even know if i'm going to eat but anyway i do know this i do appreciate you all thanks for joining another f1 minute i'm your host jay wolfpack performance and we will be here live because we're going into another gp weekend let's go peace i'm out